Well, hi, everyone. My name is Lauren Plant. I want to welcome you into this week's Hang Time High School Chalk Talk powered by Lawrence Technological University. This is my opportunity to have a conversation with a head basketball coach in the state of Michigan. This podcast, again, proudly sponsored by our friends with BCAM, the Basketball Coaches Association of Michigan. So today we're talking with the new head coach at Grand Blank High School, Tori Jackson. I really appreciate you taking a few minutes to talk about you and Bobcat basketball. Oh, man, I appreciate you guys for having me on for sure. All right, good. Uh, I'm glad that we worked this out. Now, for those of you who are watching this and might be thinking, is this the Tory Jackson, the Saginaw Buena Vista yeah. legend himself, the man who is fifth all time in scoring in MHSA history with over 2,500 points, the man who averaged just over 30 points his senior season, two-time Class C Player of the Year, two-time state champion in 2004 and 2006, three-time Dream Teamer. Yes, it is that Tory Jackson with us here on Hang Time. Um, you hear all that. Obviously, a special time for you, your high school playing yeah. days. Um, some really great teams. Um, hard yeah. to believe it's been 10 years now since the school has closed. Um, Man. I know. What do you remember about it's your time bad. with the Knights? Uh, just It was just so much fun, man. It was such a family feel. It's still a family feel. Even though the building is closed, yeah. all of us still know each other, and the community is still tight-knit. So. We're in, it's like we're in our own little section of Saginaw, so to say. And uh, everybody in BV kind of know each other. We talk to each other. We show love. Anytime we comment on each other's social media, everybody leaves blue hearts and everything like that. So it's a big old family. My mentor, my high school coach, outside yeah. of my college coach, Coach um, Coach Bray, uh, yeah. my high school coach, um, his name was Dwayne Ferris, my assistant coach. He was like, uh, he still is uh, a mentor of mine. He comes to my games now, you know, watching me coach, helping me make adjustments. So it's, it's a huge, like, family, man. So um, everything about BV is we still alive. Even though the building is closed, BV is still alive for sure. How has the high school game changed since you played? What's yeah. different now than in 2006? <laughs> Social media. Social oh, media, yeah, yeah. yeah. Social media has helped right. and hurt in a sense. Like, it's helped guys in a sense to where guys that as that's at smaller schools they get they get that 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 feel where they can be seen and people want to man they get a, a highlight tape made or whatnot and now people coming to check them out. Back in the day. Your only highlight or the way, way uh, you made people come to your, your school to come watch you at a small school was you had to go play bigger guys, bigger teams around the state, and you had to make some noise. You know what I'm saying? It was no social media. Um, we spent a lot of time in the gym together. So that was also a benefit for us back in the day compared to now. A lot of times kids go home, they get to play the game. They on their social media doing things. Um, it's not a lot of gym time, so to say. Um, and, and it's hurt the brand of basketball in Michigan, I would say. Um, but then you look at what's coming up now. You got some young guys. Um, they remind me of what we used to be as far as gym rats, man. We got a yeah. senior. We got a group over here at Grand Blank where it's kind of uh, – I, I came to – it was a blessing in disguise, honestly, man. But these guys here, man, they – are gym rats. I love being in a the gym. They love being in a gym. We talk junk. We play against each other and pick up basketball in the summertime. I get to compete against them. They play high-level basketball. 
these guys here, they love is it was like, man, it was like BV all over again. So mm -hmm. um, I, I love it. I miss it. Uh, I wish kids spend more time in the gym like we did, man. But um, the ones that's in there, man, they've really set themselves apart. Yeah, I mean, we had state champs back then, twenty years ago. We still yeah. had state champs, so we yeah. we, we were covering yes. it. But but you're so right. Uh, that you did have to play bigger programs in, in order to get the exposure uh, for players. Yeah. You know, you yourself, I mean, obviously, you know, stood out among a lot of the others so that you were going to get the attention. But it's the, the guys who you play with, your teammates, play trying with, to find, yeah. trying to get some attention to some of the college coaches, you know, to, to obviously be able to get an opportunity that they could play at the next level. Yeah. So, and uh, you're right. And we're going to talk about this year's team in just a bit for sure. Um, now, you yeah. went on to become a captain at the University of Notre yeah. Dame, uh, really had yeah. an outstanding four-year career with the Irish. What would you say is maybe the one moment from your college career that sticks out the most? Man, there was so many, man. I but know. One of my favorite, one of my favorite moments was uh, senior night. It was such an emotional night. Um, we were playing UConn, which was a, yeah. a top, you know, team in the Big East at one point. The following year, they actually won the national championship. So. Right. Um, it was just one of those things, you know, playing those guys, playing a rival type team. Um, it was like, man, it was the crazy part. It was the score was like 19 and 20 in the first half, ugly game because everybody right. was so emotional. And I could just remember in the second half, I went on a rampage and had like 17 or 19 in the second half alone. Man, I ended up winning CBS player to player the game. Yeah, uh, on senior night. Um, it was just so dope to have my family, friends there, mm. um, and then the support. Man, I could just remember Coach Bray giving me that message. Man, take us home, T. Take us home. Just having fun. We joked about it. Um, he's still a guy I lean on today. He's retiring now, so yeah, it's wow. it's um, you know that that moment. I it's, I cannot take that moment back, and I I always visualize myself playing in that game. I remember just making crazy shots off the bounce, pull up, everything. And it was just one of those nights. The second half, I killed it. So that was my one of my most memorable moments. I remember, and this is back when the NIT was still a big deal. Uh, because yeah. I, used, I, used, I used to be just as involved in watching the NIT tourney as I did NCAA. Junior yeah. season, game-winning yeah. final layup against New yeah. Mexico in the second yeah. round. Um, I mean, yeah. you guys. I mean, this is how big you went on to play Kentucky in the quarters that year. That's how quarter, good. Yeah. That's how good the NIT yeah. was because college basketball was so solid. Um, yeah. That that must have been just an amazing experience. Oh my God, that was that was such a dope experience. I remember that actually. <laughs> uh, um, well, what's his name? Tubby Smith, I think, was the coach. Either Tubby Smith or. Uh, nope, it wasn't. It was Gillespie, I think, at the time was the coach over there. But they had Jody yeah. Meeks. Um, they were stacked over at Kentucky, yeah. athletes and everything. So to go and hit that game winner in New Mexico, it yeah. was like, man, well, I'm celebrating, I'm hype, and I'm geek. But and then it's like, man, Kentucky coming to town too the next yeah. day. So it was yeah. like we had to get it all together. So prepare for that moment. It was so fun, man. And then to knock Kentucky off um, was huge for us. So. Um, I think every year we were there, man, we won 20, 20 plus games. So it was, um, I, I can never forget those moments at AD for sure. Right on. So after your playing days, talk a little bit about your coaching journey, uh, you know, yeah. getting into high school basketball to bring you where you are now. Yeah. Um, I started off going back to BV before yeah. they ended up closing, um, trying to, 
you know, do what I can for the kids in that area, man. We had like, so many kids in that, that during that time, 2BV was, they were under 100 kids in high school. Yeah. Um, but we had some we had some decent talent. We just needed somebody to believe in them and, and actually be there to kind of nurture and guide those guys. I remember having a moment there where the kids were just, they were doing a lot. They were growing up fast. So, you know, certain things, certain people, they just weren't respecting. So I remember having a moment where we just didn't play a game. And, and you know, I, we forfeited a couple games and tried to send a message. They did a good job. They responded well. And we ended up making some noise and, and actually going on to win a district in the Class D um, uh, district in uh, the Saginaw area and then uh, losing in the regional finals, I believe. So we ended up having some success that last year. Um, so that kind of kick-started my journey. And then um, I ended up going over to Northwood for a little bit. Right. And then after Northwood, um, I ended up, uh, we ended up actually what the TBT is right now and the $2 million tournament, we were the first winners of the TBT tournament. So oh, wow. I stopped coaching. Yeah, so I stopped coaching for a little bit. Played in that, we won that. Then I got back into coaching by just going up to John Glenn High School in Bay City. Right. Um, right. The first two years were kind of rough because those kids weren't, they lost a lot of talent and they were kind of thrown in the fire to go into the Saginaw Valley League. So um, the first couple of years in the Saginaw Valley League was rough for them. But I love a challenge. That's why I went to Notre Dame. We was known as a football school before we got That's there. Right. We kind of changed that. Um, yep. Now it's a basketball school. I say, man, with with mm. good football athletes over there, man. But <laughs> right. um, it's um, you know we started over there, and then um, the third year at, at John Glenn, man, we spent a lot of time leading up to that moment. We spent a lot of time in the in the off season. We spent so much time together. Um, just creating a bond, spending extra time conditioning, individual work, and it all paid off. That third year, man, we ended up knocking off Arthur Hill. We beat Midland yeah. High. We beat a lot of the big-time teams, and, and a lot of the teams that were in our conference that were blowing us out at one point the first two years, everything was competitive. Nail-biters lose by two at one point to Heritage. Like, everything was nail-biters over there, but it was done without many basketball-talented-type kids. We had a bunch of football, baseball kids. Bunch of athletes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. We, we, we ended up doing some great things over there. So that led me to this blessing over here. It, it yeah. went from, you know, trying to get the heritage deal. Um, that didn't go as planned. Um, but I truly believe God has something bigger and better for me. And look what it is now. So I can't do anything but, you know, thank God and, and the support of my family and friends. Man, it's, it's been amazing. Yeah, and you inherit a team that has back-to-back state finals appearances, yeah. including a championship yeah. in 21. Um, yeah. Was it intimidating at all taking over this yeah. program at this time? It can be at, at, at points, but I think with my support system that I have, yeah. at times I don't even think about it, honestly. I don't think about the success that they've had because this is a new team. Every year is a yep. new team. Yeah, we have the same amount of, we the same guys, so to say, but we lose a Monte uh, Allen. Um, we got to figure out certain guys. Divis was a senior that can make shots. Um, we had to figure out, you know, how to plug in guys and then how to also get the best out of some guys that didn't play as much. So right. now you you get that out of those guys and, and now it's, it's rolling a little bit. We still got our, our great leader in RJ. Um, our phenomenal um, dog inside with uh, inside-outside type guy with Tay Boy. 
But then you see a guy like Bryce O'Mara who grows, Anthony Perdue who looks great now. Um, Nathan Richardson is amazing on on defense and offense. He's starting to shine. Then our bench, man, we're so deep. We got guys like Trayvon Johnson, uh, Robert Williams, Donnie Huddleston, who's a sophomore. Man, we're we're loaded coming off the bench, man. So, and we have to figure out ways to get not only get the best out of the starting five, but let's have a second starting five. And you know what I'm saying? Adding, yes. you know, certain guys. Jake, we got so many guys that can play and do well for us. Um, Daniel Steele, who's a football, he was our starting running back for the football team. He's a bulldog for us off the bench. Man, I love watching him and RJ compete in practice because he never lets up. You know what I'm saying? He never lets anything easy go for RJ. So it's been so fun to, you know, and it's been a challenge, man. But again, the reason why I've been like that my whole life, you know, dealing with Notre Dame. Notre Dame was not an easy choice to pick over Michigan, Michigan State, and all USC and all schools. Like, I chose Notre Dame because I knew I would get the best of both worlds, the academic portion of it. And then the athletic portion of it, I knew it was going to be a challenge, but I was up for that challenge. And the same goes for Graham Blank, man. Mike Thomas did a great job developing, um, you know, uh, setting a standard here. But the one thing that I did that I, I, I'm grateful for was I, we, I surrounded myself with a great team. Uh, the guys that we have were returning uh, coaches like uh, Doris Martin and uh, Eric Cooley and DeAndre Massey. They all know the guys from Flint. They were on the staff. They were around the guys. So we kind of kept familiar guys around them, and we still keep that standard. We set it. We set another standard, and um, now we're trying to hang our hats on defense. We got guys that can score, but can we get stops? Defense right. makes championships as, at the end of the day. So those guys have done a great job, a phenomenal job of just continuing to set that standard, you know, and, and let other guys know, the young guys know, you know, what to expect when they come in. And then you have, um, I, I added another guy on our staff who was my high school teammate, man. He was like my one-two punch. David mm. Richmond was the, the other guy. So um, to have that, to complete that as our staff, um, I can put our staff against any staff in the state. We can beat them five on five on the court, or we can do it on the sideline <laughs> as well, man. So um, I'm, I'm so happy with those guys, man, and grateful to have those guys, man. Rob Stinson is another guy that we kept around, but he does a good job with our middle school group. So we got a, 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 a boatload of talent coming in from middle school. So it kind of it's kind of like we, you know, we have a real legit program, not just a team. We have a program. No doubt. And we are talking with Tory Jackson, head coach of the Grand Blank Bobcats. And again, the school has been blowing up as a sports kind of, uh, you know, legacy now with football being yeah. as good as it is. Basketball, obviously. Baseball has won a Baseball, state championship. Yeah. And, you know, what yeah. happens is it becomes uh, where the athletes or other players who maybe normally wouldn't think about it, they want to be a part. They want to be a part of that winning program. Yeah. And, and they want to feel that energy that uh, that you guys are bringing night in, night out. I just want to ask you specifically about R.J. Taylor. He's obviously yeah. a serious, serious candidate for Mr. Basketball. Uh, yeah. You're as a former star player yourself, and even you know the burden sometimes that c can come along with that throughout the course. Yeah. But what makes R.J. special in your eyes? He's a competitor. Um, he goes hard. He doesn't want to lose at anything, whether it's running down here, being the first in the gym. Um, you know, making shots, defending, getting a stop. Um, what, what sets him apart, though, is his unselfishness. 
uh, his willing willingness to to make others better. Um, he can go score the ball. I can give him the ball and say, look, just go get 30 shots a game. Let's go average 30 points and let's rock. Or let's play winning basketball. We can give you the keys. You lead us. And he's done that. I gave, gave He has the keys. He's led us to, to huge wins. Um, he and Tate Boyd do a phenomenal job of playing off of each other and playing for each other. They kind of set the standard. Those are kind of like our alphas. And then the other guys have done a good job of understanding their role and um, and playing the game the right way. But it starts with him. He's a phenomenal leader. He's played on the, the EYBL level. Um, I'm a huge guy when it comes to, especially like I challenge my guards to take care of the ball. Coach Bray yeah. did it for me. My high school coach did it for me. So I hate turnovers. So he's one of the ones where I tell him like, yo, we have to take care of the ball. You take care of the ball, you get more possessions to score. So he's been that, man. The kid went on a run for like, I want to say two or three games where he had over 28 assists total in one turnover. You know what I'm saying? Wow. It was something yeah, crazy. Exactly. Like 20 to yeah. one. So he's, he's, he can do a little bit of everything, man. Actually, he gets the stop in Grand Rapids the other night, steals the ball at half court. We're down one under a minute left. He gets the stop, steals it, goes full court to take a layup. He misses it, but Nathan Richardson, uh, trails to tie the game or to take the lead. You know what I'm saying? He takes the gets the yeah. tip in to take the lead. So RJ makes that stop, and you know those different things, man. He can do it offensively, defensively, but um, I love his heart too, man. He has a pure heart, a, a, a willingness to serve others, and that's who I am. So it's like having a little brother, man. That that is really good on the court as well. That we can yeah. compete against and uh, just have fun with, man. So it's been dope to have him. All right. Uh, absolutely, and Tay Boyd has been throwing it down with the best of them. We've had, <laughs> we have had some clips of him just monster dunks, you know, and um, yeah. and, and everybody just feeds off that. This has been great. Yeah. Um, so, um, last question: uh, You yeah. beat Bay City Central Tuesday, seventy nine forty four. I believe you guys are twelve and two, seven and zero in the Saginaw Valley yeah. League. Obviously, you have a mm-hmm. lot more weapons than R.J. Taylor, as you've already addressed. Yeah. Uh, but just talk about, uh, as a group, what you're seeing yeah. now as you prepare to get uh, to, to run through the gauntlet that is the Division yeah. One playoffs. Yeah, I think guys are buying in. They're understanding what we have to do. They're understanding winning basketball is making winning plays instead of making plays to, you know, highlight the crowd and show off in front of the crowd. They're just keeping it simple, you know, taking the easy layup, uh, pull up jump shot, um, making the right read, a driving kick. They're understanding, you know, keeping it simple. Uh, simple is boring, but simple wins the game. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. those guys are understanding that, and um, and it's it's become contagious, man. So um, it starts with our leaders, um, and the guys have bought in. We still got a lot more room to grow, taking care of some things, um, understanding how to carry over our scout report consistently um, and start getting great starts. So um, still more to work on, but um, they're understanding great basketball and they're doing it at the right time, man. It's February, March is around the corner. So um, right now is the right time to start clicking and we're doing it. As you kind of reignite your coaching journey here, uh, do you lean on BCAM? Does BCAM help in that area? Um, yeah, we, we act, I actually went to the B-Camp um, coaches event and everything, man. Coach Bray was actually there this year. Actually. Oh, okay. So, oh, wow. Um, so, yeah. And that was actually where we kind of connected with some of the other coaches in the area to come to our classic and everything. So B-Camp is phenomenal. 
Um, I met some of the guys already from BKM that kind of help out behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, uh, Keith Guy is another guy I know that helps out with BKM from time to time. I and mean, he was around when I was actually playing. So um, yep. those are guys that I can kind of lean on. We actually play him in a, in a soon. So um, just to have those guys from BCAM, the support to lean on, to ask questions about. Um, I love everything about BCAM and what they've done for uh, the state of Michigan and the brand of the basketball that's being played here. Yeah, well, right now, uh, yeah, that's going to be a good one because we've got Muskegon ranked number one in the state right now in our top 20. Exactly, And uh, But you guys are five. Uh, I think in our latest rankings, I have it right here, we've got you five, which is kind of nice okay. because, you know, yeah. that, that, that way uh, the kids don't get too full of themselves and know they got something to aspire yeah, to. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's going to be a fun run, no doubt about it. Uh, I do want to say the BCAM is all about one team, urging schools to have events and celebrate both teams in the spirit of unity. Go to bcam.org for details. And if you want to nominate a Coach of the Week, simply visit bcam.org as well. Coach Jackson, thank you so much for the conversation. Uh, good luck the rest of the season. I appreciate you kind of making this happen on short notice. No problem, man. Thank you guys for having me on, man. Thank you. Uh, all right, we'll see you soon.